Hi, I'm Janice Corsano, and this is How to Survive Earth School. In this episode... The way that, that we made passion be, you know, that, that passion would have to, have to be this... Um, and passion is, there's, you know, what's passion for people, and everyone has a different definition for it, but does it have to be something that would be something so hard? You know, it's like passion means fighting, passion means... When, when it does cross my mind, which it does mm -hmm. from time to time, I do recognize that I have not forgiven the relationship. Right. Like I haven't really forgiven the person, and I suppose that means I haven't really forgiven myself. So just um, like if we're talking about like these past hurts and you know experiences and jobs or relationships or things like that, where things like were frustratingly not didn't go the way we wanted them, you know, quote unquote, want, thought they should. Mm -hmm. How important is it to act to do that for? Is it okay to just be like that sucked and I'm like not okay with it, or do I really need to have forgiven that thing? A lot of people haven't forgiven and move on to other ones, and then they work them out in the next one. In a sense, you know, what I mean, like it comes up; it, it's always going to come up until we actually forgive. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't have one. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't take you out of relationships altogether. It just makes it so that you're more afraid because you're afraid that that's going to happen again. We go by our past experience. You know, with if we go, what's our past experience, whether it be job or relationships, and you know, and, and it's that sensitive that we couldn't forgive yet. That we're still that sensitive. That there's still you know that much hurt in there. There's no way that we're going to open our heart and just go rushing in. And the same thing with jobs. If we're feeling that that jobs are such a struggle and work is so hard. And that no matter what we do, it's always the painful thing. It's always the don't know what we want. It's always the take whatever you can get. It's the same thing with kind of guys. It's like, you know, it's kind of like the struggle. It's like, well, I'm not going to get the, the guy that I really want. I'll have to lower my, you know, it's like lower my standards and, you know, kind of pick whatever, you know, whoever's interested in me. You know, it's like the same thing with jobs. It's like, well, I can't get the job I really want. I'll just have to get because this is what happened with somebody that I really liked. You know, here's here's what happened with the job that I really liked. I didn't get that job, or I didn't get the guy that I would really like. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna take those out and go, okay, what's sub under there? Or what, what job wants me, what guy wants me? Instead of that, wait a minute. We did that to begin with. The idea that that, that struggle and how we learned it and where we got that from was in us from way back then. And that we're really just repeating the same things and trying to learn. It's like no, the forgiveness is important, but can you have another job if you didn't actually get over the fact that, you know, the jobs that you had before felt like they were struggle and painful? Yeah, you can have another job. Is there going to be a lot of more struggle in it and more painful? Yeah, it will be. Same with relationships, because as soon as we walk in the door, we already know what it's going to be. It's like, you know, if it has any things that look familiar, and relationships, especially intimate ones, look the same, well, so do jobs. You know, they kind of feel the same. It's like, you go into a job, and you might go into a different place,
But if there's that feeling, especially with you with the corporate world, you know, it has that same feeling, then you will have that same struggle. Mm -hmm. That's why when you do different jobs that aren't in the corporate world, you actually enjoy them more. I do. That's why they're totally different. You don't put them in the same... Right. They're not in the same genre at all. It's like you took the heading off. They don't even count as jobs. Exactly. Like if we said, like, what you're doing right now doesn't count as a job, which is funny because it's a job, but what you, you don't count it. It's like what really is a job a real to you? Job. Yeah. A real job is working in like the corporate world because that's where you worked before, mm -hmm. and it's the same with you. It's like a real relationship is this. The other ones would be well, not really a job. The ones that would be easy and the ones that you would enjoy aren't real relationships. They would you wouldn't have counted them. Mm -hmm. You know, we wouldn't have counted them because they didn't have the struggle, they didn't have the pain, they didn't have the. Well, that's kind of true, because I I think I've even said like. That's kind of true. No, that's true because <laughs> I definitely think that in my mind, relationships went in as, you know, you want them to be passionate. Passionate means there will be, fric you know, friction between you and the other person. They are sort of this, you know, maybe tumultuous thing. That's what makes them important. Like, that's what ma makes you know that you actually care about that other person. That's passion. Right. And if it doesn't feel that way, then it's boring and there's something wrong. Which I recognize as I'm saying it is a crazy, <laughs> crazy thing <laughs> to think. Well, it's not a crazy thing. It's the way that, that we made passion be. You know, that, that passion would have to have to be this. Um, and passion is, there's, you know, what's passion for people? And everyone has a different definition for it. But does it have to be something that would be something so hard? You know, it's like passion means fighting. Passion means, you know, that the, we're, we're always proving to each other that we care. You know, there's always some kind of a friction that makes it so it's so passionate. And it's like, yeah, but there can be passion and it can be easy. Michelle has passion for work that she does that she really likes. She has actually more passion for the jobs that she does now than she did in the corporate world. But there's not the friction. In the corporate world, it's like the passion is the thing that she misses. She gets the arguments. It's not actually passion. Mm. You know what I mean? So if we go in relationships, then it's not actually passion what you're labeling as passion. Mm. Right? Mm. Passion would be what we actually enjoy that we feel strongly about. It's not, you know, when everyone has a different definition. What's your definition for passion? Because he kind of just gave it to us. Right? What was yeah. your definition for passion? The, oh, um, I don't know. I guess I, I look at it as like, it's a this sort of um, yearning or drama that um, you know can sort of overwhelm. It's like a magnetism and an excitement for you know the other the thing. Mm -hmm. You know. And what about you, Michelle? With passion. Yeah, I don't see it as drama. I see it more as. Um, um, an intense love or feeling that's reciprocated between two people. Christine? Other Christine? Um, I get the... It's more of like the exciting loving. Cause I think of like passion and love and being passionate about something applies to things and it's like this excitement connection. I'm drawn to something. Okay, so for both of you guys it's not drama. No, it's, it's more beautiful, wonderful. Right. Positive thing. Positive, yeah. It's funny how we cross. 
Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's like, you know, the passion, because you have more passion, Michelle, for what you're doing right now. You enjoy that much more. It's more passionate to you. If we put you in the corporate world, you don't have the passion. And that would be, the positive is that you have passion for things, right? Mm -hmm. And you enjoy them. But for some reason, it doesn't seem to cross over to corporate. Like, it's not as passionate. It's like it takes the that mutual thing out, <laughs> you know? Right. It's like I'm doing it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. It's because they want me to do it, not because I not want Not because to. you like it. Right. Not because you want it. It's more like, well, this is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, if I want to make the money that I need to make, I have to work here and do this. Mm -hmm. So then you're basically saying that I can't actually like it, you know, because it's not something that I really want to be doing. And I'm forced to, in a sense, I'm forced to do that if I want to fit into the pay scale that I need. And mine's that I can be passionate about things in life and activities and even the job, but I, with a relationship, I'm like... So how does that not transfer over? Um, I mean, we know you did that, but... I almost think, though, it's like the... Even though it's me, it's the other person. Like, I can be passionate about a project or a craft or a thing. Like... Yeah, knitting. Knitting, like... Yeah. Because it's just me, like, I'm the one driving it. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, job, too, is fine if I'm doing, like, an independent piece of work. I can be passionate about it, excited, but, like, the relationship is, like, another, relying on another person, and... And we can't trust the other we person. We can't trust the other person that, yeah, they're not... That they will follow suit on... They're gonna mess it up. They're gonna mess it up. <laughs> I feel like that. that's how I feel, too, though, that it's because of that vulnerability, like, trying to be like or express your passion for another person I think I'm just always like and maybe ob like obviously I'm afraid I'm going to be left hanging there like yeah it's like then, I'm not in control of it because I can't control somebody else I can control the things I do mm -hmm. and I can know if I'm passionate about this thing and put everything into it like what I can get out of it but when I'm relying on a person like I don't know I can be giving you my all and get nothing getting nothing and then like then what then I just feel bad because I haven't gotten anything out of it mm -hmm. And Michelle, for you with jobs, how does that relate? Because you're giving your all. Yeah. You get paid. But there's no satisfaction. Yeah, but, you know, it's like you feel the same way in the end. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm giving you my all, and I still don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. Exactly. Right. Even though you get paid. Right. You know, it doesn't feel, it's like it feels The unequal. exchange yeah, isn't, it right. it doesn't feel like the right. exchange is right. So we know we have all, we have all these beliefs, right? So we just need to... Well, let's just say that... We hear them and we know they're not right. <laughs> yeah. So how does that translate into the real world? Like how so you when, we, when you translate it into what we're doing, you know, like how you actually change them, is first you have to have the awareness that right. we actually have them. Mm -hmm. Because just in us talking about it, what did you guys understand that you didn't weren't really understanding before? Because the point is that you go, out, you go out the door, right, when we're done, then we go out the door, and then you go right back into it. And then it's like, no, it, this is how it is. It's like, no, this isn't how it is. It's the way that we see it that way. And then we go and experience it that way. So we go repeat over and over. How many times do we need to repeat before we actually stop? And a lot of the easiest ways to actually do this is to pay attention to your thoughts about that particular thing and write them down for like three days about whatever, whatever subject it is, whether it's relationships, whether it's job, whether it's both, you know, whatever. And whatever your thoughts are, but take, just choose one and just follow your, your awareness, you know, way bigger on the thoughts that you're having and the feelings that you're having about it. Because if we're the creator and 
or the victim, right? So we have to choose now if we're going to be the victim of or we're going to be the creator. And we like both of them. We're the victim of when something happens that we don't like and we're the creator when something happens that we do like. But we need to make a choice. So we can't be the victim anymore um, if we're the creator. And we can't be the creator anymore for the victim. So we're going to make a choice. We're going to say, okay, you guys chose to be creators, right? And in that creation, when you pay attention to your thoughts and it's like, all right, so then how am I creating this? And if I'm actually thinking it this way, and I'm seeing this corporate world like this, and I think that that's the way that it is, then that's the way it has to be. Mm -hmm. And when I think these other jobs that pay me less, but I enjoy more, that I have more passion for, don't pay me enough. Because nothing, something that I would love to do does not pay you is very much taught and what we don't realize is that we are doing that naturally without even thinking about it we will go do these things and we're like how's this how do we end up here again it's like that circle just that road just got a whole circle and it's the same thing with the relationship it's the idea that as soon as you start with your thoughts then your feelings about it and you feel how they come up you'll start to see that that's the thing that's actually holding it back is the feeling that you have about it and the feeling that, that you're so afraid that anyone that's going to get close to you is going to leave you hanging there. And that the passion and that your your idea of passion is drama. Mm -hmm. And that drama isn't what you want as far as a relationship goes. Because that's like a tumultuous fighting all the time. So what is passion? Like it, you, you need a redefinition for passion for you that it would be more joyful. It would be like two people coming together that, that are might be magnetized together but not in a fighting way yeah. you know in more of a joyous way you know because to me passion isn't something that when you have a passion for a project do you go fight with the project <laughs> is there a lot of drama sometimes yeah <laughs> sometimes and that's what i mean if, is because that's the kind of way like you figure out like what's your passion and you go well it's something that there's a lot of drama i feel really excited about it not necessarily, like, I guess, yeah, not necessarily, I don't know, I'm not sure where drama came in on that one, it's more, I mean, I think that that's accurate, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but as you think about it, like, that's why you're going to think about it more, because that's the awareness part, it's like getting to, it's like getting to the root of, what is this, you know, is it passion is drama, and is it, you know, when I'm thinking about my career, and when I'm thinking about relationships, all of these past things made it so I keep thinking the same way about it. No matter how I do it, naturally I'm doing it. I'm not actually changing it. As much as I think I am, I'm putting 10 minutes into. And I had this conversation with um, somebody, one of my, one of my clients is in Japan right now. And she's going to school to learn Japanese. And she goes to school for six hours a day and there's three, like three hours of homework a night. And I said, wow, that's amazing, you know, to learn language. And Japanese is hard. So, you know, she's English, you know, um, from here. And I said, do you put that much time into the work we do? And she went, <laughs> because she's doing a relationship thing. And I said, all right, are you spending that much time? How much time do you spend? I'm just paying attention to your thoughts. You know, if we just said three days, they said, so we're talking about your life. It's okay for you to spend nine hours a day learning Japanese, but it's not okay for you to spend nine hours a day on your life. I'm changing things in your life. No, most people aren't. They're doing the same thing that they always did and then wondering why it didn't change. 
but we're not paying attention enough and we're not actually getting into like the real the real issue that we had over and over that started to begin with and it's like no it's so natural that we just think it's no that's just the way it is it's like no Michelle the corporate world is like that and you're like uh huh it is sure because every time I go there this is what happens so if I want to get paid I have to struggle with the job and I have to go to the corporate world it's like how does the corporate world actually even how did it even get in your head like that and we're like so you want to break it down. It's like, how did it get there? Same with relationships. It's like, how did it even get in our head that way? Because Lord knows, they're in our head really... And right now, yeah, right now, in this whole change thing and trying to, you know, evolve, we're testing all of them. And the, the nice thing is, is we're testing all of them. The bad thing is we're testing all of them. Meaning we're proving them, or we're actually seeing them as the thing that, hold on, I could overcome this. This is not actually true. This is my program, and I could see it. Just by listening to the three of you, right? It's like, what, what are you saying? It's like, wow, we actually have different perceptions. Because Michelle has a different perception of that. So it's not like we have three people that have the same perception of, of a relationship. Mm -hmm. But we have Michelle has that perception, same that you do, in career. Mm -hmm. You know, so it makes it harder for her to do that one. Her relationships seem to flow much easier. Mm -hmm. And she seems to, when she's in a relationship, there's more joy and more happiness and there's passion and she doesn't have like it's not hard and she doesn't think it's painful and those weren't her experiences. You guys had that experience in relationships so that seems to be the way that it feels so you're much safer if you're not in them. Michelle's much safer she's not in the corporate world because it's going to kill her but the jobs that she really enjoys doing they wouldn't pay her enough mm -hmm. because we do not get paid for what we love. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like doing, I would like to do, um, play video games all day, right? Now, there is a job, and I heard somebody gets paid like $250,000 to play video games. Yes. Most people will be like, are you crazy? Really? What, where's that game? I want to, I want to, I want that job. People that, that actually do that, and I, sure, it's a job, but I understand that's a real job, that you play video games and you test them, and you make good money doing it. Um. I'm sure there's other people that, that love playing video games that couldn't get that job to save their damn life. <laughs> you know? And the ones that have that job probably do, but they somehow didn't get the belief that you don't get paid for what you love. <laughs> you know? Any other questions on this? So that you guys know what you're doing for, you know, to help. Because you really have to pay attention to it. And then you really have to challenge it. Because what you got to see, you know, for you, Christine, for you, Michelle, and for you, Christine, the, is that you guys have different perceptions on different things. Although, and I'm glad Michelle has a different one, especially in relationships, um, that she has it in the job field at this moment because it's relatable to all, all of them. And it's like, so what are we really doing and how are we doing it? When you actually pay attention, we go, this is your life. How much attention are we really paying? You go, if you're going to go to school, you actually work your butt off to learn that. You're not actually working your butt off, and I don't mean in a, in a hard struggle way. You know, there's a lot of people that go to school and love it, and they love going and learning. So it's like, what are we learning about ourselves? We were taught to not necessarily ask questions, and certainly not about ourselves. And a lot of times it's because we don't like what we're going to see. We already feel like we're not enough, not good enough. We don't like what we see. Instead of, it's like, wait a minute, why isn't it that I don't like what I see? What is so wrong with me that I don't like it and that, you know, that I'm so broken or 
that I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm not that special or important. And special meaning not like ego special, meaning that everyone's unique on this planet. You know, there's no there is no two people that are the same. You know, they can act the same, but there's no people that are exactly the same. So we're all unique. It's kind of interesting. We all have similar beliefs. That's why we do them all differently. So it's hard to tell them in each other. But we are all see things differently and unique. So we do live in our own little world, each one of us. And then trying to relate to each other in your little world sometimes causes miscommunication and stuff, which can actually then help prove, you know, because of course we find all the things to make it work that way. But there's so much proof of the opposite. You know, Michelle would be one of them. You know, if we talked about relationships for you guys, Michelle would be one of them. You know, if we talked about you know, jobs and stuff, you know, Christine, you have a great job. You have a great job, Christine, over there. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? Like, they love what they're doing in a lot of ways. You're, you learned to love what you were doing, and, you know, much more so than you used to, and changed them around, you know, to do more of what you liked doing, instead of it being like, no, I have to just do the stuff I don't like. You know, you were able to, um, Christine, you were able to change that. Yeah. So you actually, you know, don't go to work and go, oh, I hate everything that I'm doing. Right, I've learned to enjoy it and I see and find the best fit. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, and you're in the corporate world. In the same job and I didn't always feel like that. Right. So it's kind of interesting that she actually changed her perception on her, what she does in the corporate world, where she actually had more of a belief like yours, Michelle. And so that it would have to be hard, she'd have to hate it. And then okay to make any kind of money that's what you do and now when she changed it and she really did change it because she doesn't go into work like that no my hours are better hmm? my time's better like it's really been transformed so she changed her belief she changed her belief about about this job mm -hmm. you know about what she can do with her job and, and make it so that it's more enjoyable and that she doesn't have a problem going there mm -hmm. and she doesn't feel like it's a struggle every day and she doesn't do any of that anymore. There's days when we do because there's days that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But as a general sense, she used to do that all the time and she used to work 10 hour days, 11 hour days. Like she would go in the I remember. She couldn't leave yeah. early. Or at a regular time. Yeah. <laughs> it would be early meaning regular right. time, normal time. And now she leaves the normal time you know, what she actually gets paid to, to work, and she gets all of her work done. So this is where I start to use the work against me. So mm -hmm. then I'm like, I, I realize it, I know what I'm doing, I've, you know, I feel like I've written down so many times, it doesn't have to be a struggle, there's something not, perfect out there for me. But that's it's not what it is. It's, it still comes back the other way. That's not what it is. You can write that down, you're not listening to your thoughts. I'm not feeling it. I'm you're not, not listening to your thoughts, mm -hmm. and you're not writing down what you're actually thinking. And then saying, wait a minute, this is what I keep putting out all day long. I'm, you're saying something opposite for a few minutes. That's what we're talking about, that girl that's working nine hours to learn Japanese. You know, she's doing that for nine hours. She's starting to learn some Japanese. <laughs> what a surprise. She's been doing it for quite a while. And she's just starting to learn some Japanese. And then we go, all right, what is it that you're missing? It's like you're not paying attention to it as all day, and you're saying um, it's not a struggle when you're really saying it is a struggle. <laughs> so yes, that's right. we got way more struggle. Like each one of you, and the thing is that we got way more struggle, and we don't really trust 
the idea that it isn't a struggle because our only experience is. So while we're saying it's not a struggle, mm -hmm. inside of our head, most of the day, we're going, it's a struggle. I don't want to go there. I don't want to be there. I don't want to do this. That's why I want you to pay attention to really what you're thinking and really feeling and do it more than for just one day mm -hmm. because you'll start to see it's the same thing and it's over and over and over. And then it's like, oh, that's where I screwed it up. It's not that, that I haven't been saying the other side, the positive. It's that I've been saying the other thing so much of the negative mm -hmm. that I didn't even know it because it's so natural. That's actually what I believe. Right. That's actually what I think. So to put, the, to put the spin on it, how she actually changed it was actually doing that. I had her like really pay attention and be like, all right, what is it that you really want to be doing? And then why can't we make your job that you have right now? Not that you can't get another one, but since you're already in one, you know. So you're going to stay in this job until you yeah. fix your problem, then if you want to leave, you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did. Because because it was hers was so extreme, it was so extreme to the point that she literally had to stay there till 8 at night, which made no sense in, you know, in jobs. Like, you're working 10 or 11 hours a day. When she actually could get her work done in 8 hours, I'm like, what are you doing there? And that you would be, it would be that exhausting. She'd have no other life. There would be nothing left. You go home, eat something, and go to bed to get up to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. And it was so bad that, that when I first saw her, that was how she was. And I was like, all right, tomorrow you are leaving at the regular time. And it was like a, a horrific. She like looked at me and went, Ugh. She made me text her. And I texted her like an hour later than what we agreed on. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she had a hard time like getting that computer closed and walking out of the door while everyone else sat there. And looking at her. Where is she going? And I was like, oh, sorry, I have to leave early today. And you have to be. Apologizing for leaving the So basically the trouble would be there's so much time that you're naturally doing it and that we've been naturally, that we don't even think about it. It's like this is really how it is. When we actually start to pay attention to those thoughts, when you see them and you see how often you're having them and how often you're feeling them, you'll see that it's so much more than what you're putting in. It's like when we talk about creation, it's like, no, the creation would be that. Because you can't not get that if we're the creator of it. When you actually see it, it's like if you really pay attention to your thoughts and feelings, you'll see exactly what your life is. But first got to actually really pay attention to your thoughts and feelings and you have to get past what's natural. Because we have them, we don't catch them. We don't catch half, half a quarter or a tenth of what we really feel and think. Because we think they're real and they're natural. We don't even feel them. It's like... That's just how it is. You know, you wake up in the morning, so that's just, that's just what, what it is. Mm -hmm. All right, so everyone got why that's, why, how we're actually doing this? Because you're saying, Michelle, that, you know, no, I've done it. And it's like, wait a minute, you might not have. You might think that you did to a certain degree, but you didn't actually get to the degree. And the same with you, Christine. It's like, I think I did this to a certain degree, but there's a whole nother level. Same with you. It's like, you know, you need to start having them. You are not allowed to just keep yourself out. <laughs> you need to open the door and and kind of join the and quicker now. <laughs>
Mm. So a thought is just as powerful as you talking out loud.